what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. At the buzzer, a three. Oh, she put it in. She put it in. Welcome to Buckets. This is Action Network's daily basketball betting podcast. I'm Maria Marino, host of Green Dot Daily on Action Network, and I'm going to be bringing you weekly WNBA content. I have a special guest joining me, Action Network Director of Predictive Analytics, Sean Kerner. Now, Sean is an Action Network OG. He powers a lot of our projections here, uh, particularly with regard to NFL. So you may know him from a variety of other sports. But Sean, you are also a passionate and longtime WNBA better. How did you first get into this sport? Yeah, so I've, you know, love the WNBA. I've been betting on it for uh, quite some time now. I, I would say it was right around the summer of 2007, I believe, when I started building, you know, um, betting models, player projection models, just tapping in it. I was in college at the time, learning statistics, advanced statistics. Um, so I wanted to, like, you know, tap into that and build some models. And, you know, it's summertime. So you have NBA playoffs, baseball, uh, which, you know, I love both those sports, uh, and WNBA. And uh, I noticed that the WNBA market just wasn't that efficient. So, uh, you know, my projections were pretty far off from the market and I was crushing it, you know, winning like, 70 to 80 percent of my bets um so i found it was a league that was fairly predictive uh it, it just seemed like all the angles and factors i i was identifying ended up panning out so uh everything went my way so that made WNBA even more fun to watch um uh, just be able to win so much but um yeah so i i've just been following and betting on the WNBA for uh like over 15 years now well, while you were busy doing that and becoming this, you know, genius uh, mastermind, summer of 07, that was the year I graduated high school. So, you know, <laughs> I, I was having a good time, but obviously yeah. a lot has transpired in 15 years. What kind of evolution have you seen in both with the league and the betting market? Uh, and real quick, summer of 2007, I wasn't just sitting in my room making projections all day. This one, I, was, I wasn't... Oh, okay. Partying. I uh, just want to put that out there. Um, but, gotcha. the, you know, the sport, the betting market has evolved significantly over the past 15 years. I think it's it's got a lot sharper, but I still think there's a pretty big edge here. If you follow it closely, I think Jim on the last podcast was, you know, hammering that point home and I couldn't agree more with that. But, um, you know, just when it comes to data, uh, the official WNBA site is incredible. They have a lot of data there. It's getting even better. I guess they're, they're revamping it for this year. So um, just having more data has made it a lot easier to make projections for it as well. You mentioned Jim, and just for anyone who might not know, Jim Turvey has written extensive previews on every WNBA team. So you should definitely look for those on the Action Network website and app to help you get ready for the season. And I'm curious too, just for this season in particular, because it's kind of unprecedented in terms of the amount of attention that it's gotten, the storylines in the offseason. Is there anything that you're really looking forward to? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, everything. I, I'm just excited <laughs> for the season to start. Um, but we do have two super teams, uh, and I think the Liberty are going to be as good as advertised. Like I said, this is a pretty pure league, pretty predictive. So I don't think it's going to fall apart and they're going to be a 500 team. I think they're going to be really, really good. Uh, Brianna Stewart and John Cole Jones are two of the most valuable players in my model. So the fact that they added them, they already have Sabrina, who's becoming a superstar. I just don't see how this fails. Um, and then, of course, we have the Aces. Uh, so both teams are going to be really good. Uh, and then it's kind of wide open after that. But um, also, you know, Brittany Griner returning is a, is a great story. That's going to be another thing to watch. Um, so just, you know, every game, I, I'm just looking forward to seeing every team uh, play their first game and start, you know, crunch some numbers here. So is that why you're wearing the the Mercury hat this time? Um, yes and no. Th this has to do with my favorite bet of all time a bit later on. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't oh. hurt that, you know, th this is also the team that bring your on. Okay, I like that as a tease. We will get your favorite <laughs> bet of all time later in the show. But you mentioned your model. So I would like to get into that to help folks who might be new to betting the WNBA. Can you sort of give us an insider look at how you create your model and just your process for uh, betting throughout the season. Yeah. So overall, you know, what I'm doing is creating spreads and totals for each game before the odds come out. So, you know, by doing that, I, I do that with really every sport, but by doing that, that's it just why, really... that's why you're called the odds maker. I just guess say, you could just, say just that. Say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you could say that. Um, uh, and I do that with everything outside of sports too. I have to make projections for everything, but doing that just, it really forces you to consider every angle, um, every factor where you think the market will be. Um, and I do this based on, you know, my updated power ratings for spreads and totals, um, but so once the line does come out, I see where I might be different. Uh, and I try to figure out why I'm different than the market. And the assumption isn't always I'm right and the market is wrong. Uh, that's just a bad mindset to have. Um, so if I'm different than the market, I, I just try to pinpoint why that might be. Um, and then if I think I'm right and the market is wrong, that's when I lock in a bet. Um, and for every bet, you know, I'm going to write a blurb. Um, as to why that is, and there's just a bunch of different reasons, um, and we can go over some of those, but you know, it's I don't have like a foolproof system before every season, like I'm just going to bet a team on the second leg of a back-to-back, -back, things like that. Uh, I, I don't follow that. Again, it's just every matchup is unique, and I'm just trying to project the spread in total for each game. Now, will you do sort of a preliminary or preseason power rating for each team, or are you just going to sort of wait until the first few games are played? Yeah, so of course, I, I'm going into the season with initial power ratings, but uh, I think nobody really has a good sense. We kind of do need to see some games um, to see, you know, how how teams are. One of the things I'll look at or I'll try to, you know, have a factor early on the season is some of these players are coming from overseas, so they mm -hmm. might not have chemistry with the team or there might be various injuries where the team might be a little shorthanded. Um, so I'm just looking at things like that early on. Uh, but I do try to just get my feet wet just slowly. Uh, opening night, you're not going to see me post 15 bets. Um, so I'm a little bit more cautious until, like I said, we're going to see a couple games from each team start getting data. Uh, but everybody's on the same page, right? Nobody really knows how good each team is. So I will have some bets, uh, but I do get a little bit more comfortable once we do have a few games under our belt. 
I think that's a, a great strategy in general. Of course, we will be having an episode of Buckets with opening night best bets Thursday. But that being said, in general, there's been so much um, roster shakeup throughout the season. And, you know, final rosters aren't even due until the evening before opening night, which is which is this Friday. So um, I definitely like that strategy. And what are what are some of the reasons you kind of alluded to this, just the reasons why you might find that your projections might be slightly different than the market and that, um, you know, could create uh, a reason for you to bet one way or the other? Yeah, so one of the first reasons is just a key player being in, out, or questionable. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I kind of have power ratings for every player. Uh, you know, there's a handful of players that are worth, you know, over three points, some worth maybe five, six points, like Brianna Stewart. I mean, she mm -hmm. could be worth six to seven points on the Liberty. However, I don't think she's that valuable because they're so deep now, you know, they have John Quill Jones. Um, mm -hmm. So that I, for every player, I have a player rating um, and the market doesn't really adjust um, to these as much as, you know, NBA NFL. So there was a game last year where Candace Parker was just like a scratch out of nowhere. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, she's not as valuable in this point in her career, but she's still worth two to three points. Um, so that's a massive edge being able to, <laughs> Bet on the market knowing Candace Parker is out and the market hasn't moved yet. Um, so that's that's a really good way to find value. Um, the other is just looking at the nuances of travel and the schedule. Um, and an example, like coming up, um, looking at the Mystic schedule, you know, their second and third games of the season are against the Sun. The first game's in Connecticut, second game's at home in Washington. Um, and that second game, they're going to have a lower home court advantage is because both teams are going to be traveling back to Washington. So things like that, I'm going to lower the home court advantage a bit uh, for that game. Um, same thing with the Mystics, their schedule in mid-June, they play at Seattle two games in a row. Um, so for that second game, uh, you know, the Storm are going to have a slightly less home court advantage. So little things like that, just based on travel, um, I'm factoring in. Um, I'm also looking where teams are at on a home or away stand. You know, they could be the seventh game in a row on the road. Um, and I'm going to lower their power, their power rating quite a bit as a result. So sometimes you could find value on that. Um, but one of the, you know, sneaky reasons why I find value is I'm, you know, crunching numbers and looking at the data for each game. So I look for games that have misleading results. You know, you can have a game where both teams shoot lights out, but the pace is actually a little bit slower than anticipated. So maybe the next game, both teams, there might be value on the under on the total or things like that. So I'm, I'm taking each game, uh, looking at the data and try to estimating what I think the score should have been. Um, and sometimes doing that, you can get value on the very next game. Hey, this is Action Network Audio Director Matt Mitchell inviting you to head into the sports betting summer with new gear that's built to last. And our folks at Shady Rays, friends of the podcast, they have you covered from the sun to the slopes to out at sea with their premium polarized shades. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company offering world-class products just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. And like our betting podcasts, their sunglasses offer the clearest possible optics. Shady Rays also offers the most bananas protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So what does that mean? Here's what they told me. It means if you lose or break your pair, even a minute after they arrive, 
Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. It's basically the opposite of betting on the Oakland A's. So exclusively for our podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. I'm glad you brought up sort of the nuances. It's not so easy in the WNBA as being, you know, home or away. You have to look at sort of the surrounding travel schedule. Uh, As we know, most of the time, WNBA players are not flying charter. They are flying commercial. And I'm glad that you brought up the Connecticut Sun, too, because um, I don't know if you've ever been to Uncasville, Connecticut, but it's uh, not very easy to get to. And <laughs> it's like a it's like a place where like you can't just fly there. Like you got to like fly and then you got to get on a bus yeah. and it's just like a total pain. <laughs> so uh, definitely something to keep in mind for Connecticut. And, um, you know, I think, too, when you're when you're looking at this, like the you know, the misleading sort of results that could be factoring into a game um, that could also sort of lend itself to trap games, correct? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's one of the best reasons or one of the likely reasons you're gonna have a trap game. Just the market's going to be overreacting to something that recently happened. Um, So there's a lot of examples of that. And one of the reasons also is, you know, just the strength of schedule of a team's recent Mm -hmm. games. There was a point last year, I think it was a Liberty. They faced like the aces twice. The storm, who had Brianna Stewart at the time, was a you know top four team, mm-hmm. arguably. Yeah. Um, and you know everybody was all over the sky playing uh, the Liberty, but you know they they had had a brutal uh, recent stretch in the schedule. So I, I think they're the overall the market power rating for them maybe drifted a little bit you know farther away than it should have been. So I caught that. That was one of my favorite bets last year. Uh, but there's and by the way, the- I was at that game. Oh, I was at right. that game. Just 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 saying. And I remember to myself thinking, you know, maybe the Liberty have a chance here to take advantage. Like you said, they had sort of a stretch where they were playing poorly, but they were playing very good teams. And meanwhile, the sky, I remember reading that morning, had travel issues getting into New York and maybe weren't as rested. And so that was a great spot for you to um, hammer the Liberty. Were there any other uh, any other bets from <laughs> last year that, that you remember, that you recall um, fondly? <laughs> well, I don't remember what game it was, but um, there was a game where I had like the under um, and both teams were just shooting lights out. Like both teams were 80% beyond the arc after the first six minutes. Um, so I was mad about that. So I had to double down on the under um, and then they kept shooting lights out and I tr- like triple down on the under uh, and then it all just collapsed. Uh, and the game had like a five minute stretch with no points uh, and ended up hitting all three of my bets. At first, I thought I was just trying to like, uh, you know, buy out a little bit and just try to get something back. But I ended up winning all three bets. So it's one of those things where you just have to trust your initial read on the game. And if things get haywire, you know, live betting just creates a great opportunity um, to to keep hammering, uh, you know, my original stance. Well, we're going to get into just a few more general tips in a second. But I thought of uh, of one thing with regard to, you know, 
team chemistry narrative. And I feel like there was something going oh. on with Mercury <laughs> last year. Um, and it, is this the, the favorite bet that you were referring to? Oh. Or is this something else? <laughs> Possibly. No, no, that that was a different favorite bet. My favorite bet was from 2021. Uh, but okay. last year, yeah, it was Skylar uh, Diggins-Smith got into it yes. with Diana Tarazi on the bench right. they had to be separated um and, yeah. you know some sometimes things like that can bring the team together uh but if you yes. look they were up by like 10 points and they ended up losing by 10 um i think they went like minus 20 after that fight so it was a situation that wasn't great um right. and then skylar like doubled down on it on twitter after the game and they played right. the very next day so yeah. i faded them um, my numbers also backed it up a little bit. I'm never going to just go off something like that, but my numbers were suggesting to fade them anyway. And I just thought the team chemistry was going to be off a bit. Um, maybe something like that, you know, in a couple of weeks it gets resolved and they grow from it, but short term, uh, I knew it was the time to fade them and they just got annihilated the very next day. So yeah, I just love that angle on, on that specific bet. As I continue to just tease your favorite bet of all time, we're we're still going to save it. We're still yeah. not going to let you know what it is quite yet. Um, but meanwhile, that was just an example of of being aware of what's going on with the team, any team drama, and, and I think that just brings me to like your best practices for staying in the loop with these teams and and really making sure you're informed. Yeah, so just you really have to familiarize yourself with the teams, the players, their schedule. But uh, I mean, the best way to really keep up with you know recent news, uh, injuries is on Twitter. Um, so I create a, a Twitter list um, with all the beat writers. Uh, I keep that updated so that we can get word, um, you know, if a player's ruled out or not, because that's really how we get our edge uh, for the first factor I mentioned. So um, you, you can look on my Twitter list, like you can follow my WNBA feed. Um, and I'll Ooh. keep that up to date for uh, the season, but uh, that's really the best way. And some of these, um, you know, team handles like uh, are who break the news, like um, the Seattle storm when Brianna Stewart was out, like they were the one that posted that she was out. That It's kind of unique in that way. Um, so that's the best way to get an edge is just, you know, be on Twitter, uh, look for, you know, player news like that, especially if a player is questionable. If a player is questionable, yes. I'll actually turn on the team handles notifications so I get like an alert on my phone whenever they tweet, um, just because I'm trying to get a really good re uh, bead on the market. So that that's the best way to get ahead of player news like that. I am definitely going to find your WNBA list. and follow. I mean, I, there's a good chance I already follow yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of the beat writers, but and of course, following all the teams, that makes sense too, because yeah. as you said, they'll give you that that player status. Now, you also talked about um, just utilizing the WNBA website for advanced stats. And the WNBA did announce earlier this week that they are you know, redesigning this website. So it should be a great user experience and um, the app as well, which uh, should be helpful. But do you have any like sort of just favorite stats or, you know, things that you like immediately look for? Yeah, they just have so much great info there. Again, they have everything, you know, you could do per hunter possessions, things like that. They have advanced stats, you know, like the, the player's offensive rating, defensive rating. Um, so you can tell like when a player's out, you know, if, if you know, it's going to help boost the over, help boost the under um, or how much, you know, value that player brings. 
Um, and you know, th- this also lends to player props. They have a ton of data that I leverage in my player projections. So they, they just really have everything. They, they show you where, um, you know, teams like to shoot, how well they shoot from each range. Um, so I kind of use that also when I'm looking at matchups, if a team uh, is sort of a sieve at allowing points um, near the basket and they're playing a team that likes to attack the basket, I'm going to favor that team that likes to attack the basket even more and vice versa. So they, they just have a wealth of data there. Check it out. And like you said, like it's being redesigned, it's, it's going to get even better. So, um, you know, just they have a ton of information there. Well, I'm glad you mentioned player props because this is something that we haven't necessarily gotten a, a chance to be able to bet much in the past. And I am curious to see um, what, what might open up from from this possibility so we'll definitely um you know be be following your info on that but you do do like dfs stuff too and i have to say i've i've had a a great time in the past doing um daily fantasy hoops lineups for the wmba um so we have a few tips that you have given anything anything i'm missing uh, no, that, that basically covers it. And like, like I said, throughout the season, I, I'm really explaining why I'm betting on certain things. Yeah. So check those out. So you can just get a feel of what I'm looking yeah. for. But again, it's just a case by case basis. So we can become your protégés by, you know, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll follow your Twitter list. <laughs> we'll follow your picks in the app yeah. which, with which you and company, you have like detailed descriptions like paragraphs yeah. as to why it is and then and then we can train and we can become um exactly. just like sean kerner exactly. okay so now I, I feel like the suspense has has lasted long enough you're wearing the mercury hat what is like your favorite bet of all time on the w yeah so my favorite the, my favorite bet that i won uh was a couple years ago uh june 1st of 2021 <laughs> to be exact um i, I had the mercury plus one and a half uh, against the sky. They were down two points with like three seconds left. I was basically ripping up my ticket at that point. But Kia Nurse took the ball, pretty good juke, and just chucked it up uh, half court and drained it. Yes, Um, Yes. I remember this. I mean, that was an amazing win. It was a bad beat if you had the sky, but it was an amazing win if you had the Mercury. So that was by far uh, my favorite win of all time with WNBA. A fifth straight loss for the sky and this one comes with extra pain i'm gonna mark my calendar for june 1st we're gonna have an anniversary (laughs) celebration maybe we'll have you we'll have you back on buckets before we let you go sean i know you're not necessarily like doing a lot of futures but is there anything that caught your eye uh any bets that you've put in thus far no, not yet. I, I'm waiting for opening day. Uh, I, I don't okay. want to lock in any like uh, I, I love that they posted team win totals, uh, but I, yes. I don't want to pigeonhole myself and, and, you know, root for against or for a team all season. Okay. I kind of like to keep my options open. So I'm I'm a one day at a time kind of guy when it yes. comes to WMA and everything else. But uh, yeah. it was it was cool to see the, the team win totals. Hopefully we see more player props. Uh, this season, but either way, I am extremely excited for opening night. I like it. You go in with a nice clear head, open heart and mind. And I will say this, um, in case you missed it, the aforementioned Jim Turvey and myself did a WNBA preview episode of buckets, where we get into some of our favorite 
uh, futures, our favorite win totals, all of that. So check that out if you missed. Once again, this is Buckets presented by FanDuel. Uh, Sean Kerner, it's been an absolute blast having you join me. I can't wait to follow along with you throughout this WNBA season. And by the way, we'll be back with opening night best yeah. bets. Once again, dropping Thursday, her hoop stats analyst, Dana Mattia, will be joining me. Sean, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, can't wait for us to finally have some games to talk about. If you haven't already, make sure you download the award-winning Action app. That's where you can follow Sean Kerner, maybe even myself. Maybe I'll even start tracking some bets before we know it. Um, and rate and review this podcast if you get a chance, preferably with five stars, and you could win some Action swag or a free subscription to Action Pro. Let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.